Has all the knowledge you want Malik Books Has all the knowledge you need Malik Books Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read Malik Books Malik's Bookshelf Bringing a world together with books, culture, and community Hi, my name is Malik Muhammad Your host of Malik's Bookshelf Welcome everybody this is going to be an enlightening new episode. I'm so excited every week when I have to just sit down and think about what I want to present on this episode. It brings out the creativity and it allows me to reimagine, you know, myself and what my vision is. But one of the things that I know for certain that I want to make a significant part of this podcast is inspiration because we all need it. We all need it. And so I did a piece called No More Excuses. And it's not that long, but yet it has a lot of power to the punch. I mean, and I think that is inspirational. And today we need to move people in a way so that we can all be successful. And because we all come from, you know, different backgrounds, live in different communities, but we also have different circumstances and we all have issues that we all have to deal with. So No More Excuses is a piece I've done that I think is inspirational and motivational. So that's going to be featured on this episode. Also on this episode is an interview that I did with a young lady who wrote the book Life I Swear. And her name is Chloe Dulce Louis Winslow. So she wrote this beautiful book about black women, intimacy, healing, and spiritual growth. So I had a chance to talk with her before we did an event at Malik Books hosting her um, back in December. So I had a chance to talk to her um, and get her thoughts about her book. And I want to share that interview on this episode. Also, you never know who's in the hood, in the community, in the neighborhood. So Jimmy Jean Lewis popped up at Malik Books and I was able to get on the spot a just a nice conversation with him. So I'm going to have that as part of this episode as well. And lastly, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to do a book review. And the book that I selected to discuss in the book review is The 1619 Project. A new origin story offering a profound revealing vision of the American past and present. A dramatic expansion of a groundbreaking work of journalism. So I'm going to do a book review on the 1619 Project. And so sit back, enjoy the new episode. key here is win. The key here is win. The key here is win. No more excuses. You can focus on 
winning or you can focus on excuses. Excuses will not lead to success. Excuses would not help you win. What helps you win and be successful is focus on how to be great, how to overcome, how to be successful. Stop dwelling on the excuses. Stop dwelling on what keeps you down. You need to change your reality. And you can only do that if you focus on winning. Get up and win. No more excuses. This episode's featured interview is with Chloe Dose Louis Renzo, who wrote a book called Life I Swear Intimate Stories from Black Women on Identity, Healing, and Self Trust. Chloe is a Congolese American writer, mother, and advocate for women whose work is driven by disclosure on identity and healing. Chloe is the producer and host of a podcast called Life I Sweat. Same title as the book. Chloe's book explores nuances and insights around intimate topics of identity, mental wellness, and healing told through the lens of women from black diaspora. Her career in communication has advanced diverse and inclusive storytelling and organization addressing education, poverty, and mental health. I'm pleased to have this interview with you today. Welcome, Chloe. And let's get right into your timely book, Life, I Swear. The book um, is part memoir. So I have my own, if you've looked through it a little bit, I have my own um, essays woven into it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it makes it part memoir. um, But I also have invited 25 other Black women to share their stories. All of those stories are very diverse, um, but I think... I was able to kind of organize them in a thoughtful way that into themes where each of our our topics kind of overlapped with each other around identity, healing, and self-trust. It started off, um, the intent of the book really was for myself to do some processing of my own stories. Um, And so in that that way, it's been very... um, therapeutic for me to kind of pour into my own stories and I think it's important to also um, look at multiple stories under one umbrella because it allows us to see how complicated and and diverse and textured we are. Mm -hmm. Um, I have women who represent many corners of the Black diaspora and um, and yeah, it, it's it's been beautiful just, just the conversations that have come out of um, many of these. Yeah, it's beautifully illustrated. Thank you. Yeah, I love the pictures. Uh, filled Thank with so you. much, you know, beauty and mm-hmm. you know, emotion and passion in the pictures. Yeah, they're artistic. Thank you. I have a creative mind, and I didn't want it to just be just a regular book that you flip through, but one that you really take your time with. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I think it accomplished that. Yeah, where did the idea come from? Just myself, I think I, I love photography. I've been a photographer before, and so I wanted it to be... I love layout of... Oh, so you shot the pictures? I didn't shoot the pictures, but I definitely designed the inside pages. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and definitely some of the photo shoots. Yeah, so so what? You had, you had the podcast, you was doing the interviews, and then you got the idea... Because you, you have the podcast, Life I Swear, right? And then it kind of parlayed into a book. The book actually parlayed into a podcast. Oh, okay. The other way around. Um, isn't what most people assume, but um, the book parlayed into a podcast, which has been, um, I was just in conversation with a lot of the women for the book. And then I started to really want to capture these stories in converse, like conversations that could be accessible to other people. Um, and so I thought to do the podcast after I thought to do the book, though the podcast app obviously came into the world before the book. <laughs> I see. I see. Right. Because I imagine it took you quite some time to put together all of these essays and collaborate with mm-hmm. so many other women to bring yeah. this book into uh, what you first you pitch. Uh, how. Um, it's Harper Collins. You pitched, yep. you you pitched them for the idea. You just had what an outline at one time, or you had the whole manuscript. Outline. I had a proposal that had um, some of my own essays, and maybe maybe I, maybe I had one of my own essays and two essays from other women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it didn't. It it wasn't a hard sell. They really loved it immediately. So. Um, you know, they were my first and only conversation I had with the publisher. Oh, that's great. That's great. A lot of people don't share that kind of story now. Right. (laughs) They shop it from publisher to publisher. (laughs) Exactly. To get a deal. So I feel like it was just time for this. And then I also published, I also pitched it to them right in March 2020, you know, and that was right after George Floyd and I, Right. Can't help but that timing wasn't um, on accident, you know? Right, right. Time is everything. To elevate more black voices at that time. Yes, yes. If I pitched this book a month prior, maybe they would have said no. I don't know. Well, timing is everything. I know that the timing, you know, for us was uh, on point. Um, we, we benefited from... The uh, social justice movement that took place during mm-hmm. the pandemic ourselves, um, you know, we became, you know, nationwide. We started shipping international as well as yeah. domestic. <laughs> so yeah. we found our way on the Oprah book list and, and all kind oh. of different people's lists. And the people, you know, they just um, um, responded in a unifying way that it's been a while since I've seen such a thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, you know, support local business, support small business, you know, support black owned business. All of these things just kind of all wrapped around that whole social justice movement. And so timing is everything. So it's no accident. Uh, you know, this was it was it was destiny. Absolutely. It was meant life. I swear. How did you come up with that title? Um, it was kind of just one of those things that, you know, we say that people say that that women say to, when they're together, life, girl, I swear. Uh-huh. And it's like 
that, like, man, I'm in awe of this journey. I'm tired, exhausted by the journey. It's just all-encompassing of um, of your reflections around life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. Okay, okay. There was a connection. I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there it is. Yeah, there so was a connection. It's been a good journey, and I'm I'm excited. Malik Books is my last in-person event for the year, so I'll feel like really able to exhale after this event. Yeah, it's been. Uh, your book came out in November, and so it's almost two months now. Yeah. Wow, wow. And uh, what's all the cities you toured so far? Um, besides L.A. with Revelations Club, I was also in Oakland, Denver, Atlanta, New York, and D.C. Oh, that's outstanding. That's outstanding. Yeah. It's interesting because I wasn't sure if I should do a book, uh, in-person book tour, but because of it, COVID. Um, right, right. But some people need that uh, of in-person was... Needed at the time. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. This has been a great overview. And now I have a completely different and refreshing view of the book. It's one thing, you know, reading it and browsing through it. It's another when I get a chance to talk to the author of Life, I Swear, Chloe. So, you know, you definitely gave me more insight to your book. Thank you. And, um... And we're looking forward to a robust yeah. and exciting and energetic event coming up. <laughs> I'm excited. Can't yes, wait to meet same. you in person. And so um, Ch- Chani is going to do the moderation. And um, this is, just, you know, we're looking forward to hosting you at Malik Books. It ain't always where you get Jimmy Jean Lewis and Malik Books. So, you know, you know, I got Malik's Bookshelf podcast. So, you know what? I got to get him to say a few, a few things. Oh, <laughs> iHeartRadio, Ron Seacrest production. <laughs> I was doing book reviews for him for about a year. And he spent off. So I'm going to get your own podcast. So, Ron Seacrest hooked me up with a podcast called Malik's Bookshelf now. And you stepped into the community. And I love to talk about the community. It's called Malik Bookshelf, Building a World. Through yeah. books, nice. culture, and community. You're in the community now. We don't get all this all the time. Yeah, so you know, know I, that's I, the only way we have to keep the we have to keep the identity going, and the only way is to keep you know to keep selling the true story of who we are. Otherwise, it's gonna be forgotten. You know, forgotten. Yeah. And we can't let it be forgotten. We can't let it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. to fight. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Any projects you like? Did you can share that you're working on right now? <laughs> yeah, a few things that are going to come out uh, sometime this year. Uh, I have a couple of movies with Bruce Willis uh, that will come out one 4th of July called Fourth Night. And then the other one is Devil's Night, which would be for, These for Halloween. For Halloween. Oh, Two Halloween? separate movies. Yeah. You said Fortnite? Fourth, fourth night. Oh, fourth night. Yeah, yeah. You like not, the not the game. No, not the game. No. <laughs> and then another, another movie is Assassin Club, which is like an action flick that I did in okay. in Italy. 
okay. this year. So you know, you're gonna have enough enough things going on for me this this year. Well, hey, we're yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, man. Absolutely <laughs> looking, forward looking forward to it. Forward for Pan African Film Festival because you know this is oh, home yeah. for me. You know. Yes, yes. Now, do you have you published any books? And I'm, I'm not aware. Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Any but, plans? But soon come. Yeah. Okay. A couple of things, especially in regards of Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine yeah. about Haiti. There are a couple okay. of things that I'm working is on. That, is that is is something? Is Haiti personal to you? Right oh yeah, I'm, I'm from Haiti, so okay. you know, I did a movie about Tristan Louverture. You know, which is that's right. One of the greatest heroes that uh, that not just Haiti has, but mm-hmm. the world has had. So yes. So uh, yeah, you know a lot of people don't know about him and what he's accomplished, what he's done. Haiti you being know? the first Black Republic to fight and win the independence, yeah, 1804, against Napoleon Bonaparte. Yes. But they don't talk about that. They don't you talk know? about that because of Haiti, you know. That and that sent a ripple effect know, all through Europe. And all through America, South, South America and America, yeah, exactly, you know? and that's why Louisiana became America. Yes, yeah, right. Otherwise, Louisiana would have still been French by now, by now. if it was on because of the Haitian Revolution. Absolutely. So, so yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, brother, for nice sharing. Pleasure. Appreciate Always. you. Yeah, I'll catch you soon, okay? Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. My book review for this episode is The 1619 Project, The New Origin Story by Nicole Hannah-Jones. Now, we're coming into Black History Month, and that is something that's celebrated every year in America and throughout the Caribbean. It was founded by Carter G. Woodson who was an educator and a very intelligent human being who created and came up with Black History Week. We called it the Negro History Week. We don't go by that no more. So it turned into the Black History Week, now the Black History Month, and it's something that's celebrated every year in America to celebrate our culture and our contributions to not just America, but throughout the world. And so black history is just not a American thing, but it's a world history. And black history just, just, just didn't start with slavery. And many of us got hooked on that falsehood. It is, that's just it. It's a falsehood. Black history did not start with slavery. Black history started with world history. The oldest bones they found in the world. In Africa was a black female. <laughs> they call her Eve. And, and she's going back, what, four million years. So black people contributions are shown and seen and studied and taught all over the world. Significant achievements, enormous achievements, great achievements. But a lot of black people were not aware of this because of the origin of the American sin. And that's slavery. But black people didn't start with slavery. But this book that I want to discuss in this book review, the 1619 Project, is just not a book that focuses on slavery. Because it talks about the past... 
but it also talks about the present and it talks about the elevation and achievements and the just the overwhelming success that black people have had despite slavery, despite oppression, despite discrimination, despite racism. We have achieved enormous success in America that has been part of the greatness of America. And so this book is a book that talks about not just slavery, but it talks about so much more. Now, Nicole's the creator of this book, but she also has so many other representations in this book. People who are enormous, incredible writers, poets, and journalists, and so forth. You can find the words on race by Dorothy Roberts in this book. Khalil Jabril Muhammad wrote on the sugar, on sugar, the history of that. Michelle Alexander on fear. You know, Matthew Desmond on capitalism. Jamila Bowie on politics. Martha Jones on citizenship. Carol Anderson on self-defense. It's a lot more. I mean, the book addressed inheritance, medicine, church, music, healthcare, traffic, progress. All of that is discussed. There are poems in this book. This book is inspirational and it's a hot topic. It's been a number one New York Times bestseller. And on top of that, it's been a lot of controversy over this because a lot of people don't want to talk about the origin of America's sin. It's not like racism stopped just because we were black people were free. It's not it's not that discrimination oppression stopped just because of emancipation. And so this is a hard subject, but it's a subject matter that has to be addressed because we need to be on the same page and stop, you know, tiptoeing on what is the elephant in the room. We have issues that divide us. And this book is a conversational piece to help bridge the gap and celebrate the glory and achievements of black people. And so I'm loving this book, The New Origin, The 1619 Project, reaches into every part of contemporary American society, from politics to music to diet to traffic to citizenship to capitalism to religion and our democracy itself. Nicole is a Pulitzer Prize winner. She's a journalist who wrote for the New York Times magazine. She's won a tremendous amount of awards. So I think that, hey, we're going into Black History Month, you know, and I think that this book is a great conversation piece you know, to celebrate uh, the part, what is part of American history. We can't change the history. We can only accept the reality of the history and learn from the history. And this book is a good book to look at and have that conversation and talk about that elephant in that room and then learn about great achievements that have come about since slavery that we should celebrate as being part of America. So that's my book review for today. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books.
See you next time.